0: Welcome to The First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I am here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. I'm Mary Atkins. You can find my three novels, When You Read This, Privilege, and Palm Beach, At your favorite bookstore if you live in nashville you might run into me at the local farmers market on a saturday morning i'll be the one chasing the four-year-old who's just stolen the bell that signals the start of the market that is a true story each episode of this podcast i will be tackling a hot writing topic from how to write when you aren't inspired to how to get a literary agent i'll share my strategies for tackling questions and problems that all authors face as we make our way to the final page. Each episode is short. We get in and we get out, so you can get back to your life and your writing. And this season, you can check out the video versions of my podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So if you wanna watch, just go to the episode description where you'll find the link to my channel. Have you gotten my free training on how to write your dream book with a full-time job and a life? I want to send it to you. If you're working on a novel or memoir, this one-hour training will change your writing life. And I really mean that. I'm not being hyperbolic. Just go to thebookincubator.com to apply for my program, The Book Incubator. The application is only two questions plus your contact information. And if you're accepted, I'll send you the free training along with information on the program with no obligation to enroll. You get the free training walking you through my process of writing a book no matter what. And you will love it. Trust me. So go to thebookincubator.com. It takes less than five minutes and will be well worth your time. Okay. With that, let's get to the episode. So should you get an MFA in creative writing or not? I asked myself this question for years. In fact, every two years for about a decade, I would freak out and apply to MFA programs. I never wound up going to one. And eventually, luckily I sold my first novel anyway, and then my second and my third. So what did I learn? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the pros and cons, as I see it, of an MFA in creative writing. And this is based on my experience, both as a published author myself and as a writing coach to dozens of writers working on books, some of whom have had MFAs and many of whom have not. First, here's a quick story. In 2011, I quit my job as a lawyer in order to have time to write. Uh, I I knew I wanted to become a published author. I didn't know if I really wanted to focus on fiction or memoir, but I knew I wanted to publish a book. And so I started taking writing classes. And again, every two years or so, um, I would have a moment of thinking, should I just do it? Should I get an MFA? I, I... My hesitation was that I, had, of course, as a lawyer, I had gone to law school. And so I had spent three years in graduate school and um, paid for that graduate school entirely with student loans. So I still had a massive amount of student debt that I was paying off. I did not have savings, zero savings. So any sort of graduate program that I went back to, I would also have to fund with more loans, further increasing my debt. And yet every couple of years I would decide to go for it because I loved school. I always had, um, being a student, you know, for something that I loved as much as writing sounded kind of like a dream. So I would go through the entire process of applying. If you've ever done that, if, if you've never done it, just know that it is a process to apply for a master's in creative writing. You have to get three recommendations all the for every school. I had three recommendations. You had to get, um, you had to write your statement of purpose. It was about $100 per application. You had to polish writing samples. And these, these programs often would have like five spots or something, maybe eight spots. And I knew hundreds of people were applying. And then of course, if I was admitted, I would need to to move, unless it was low residency, which is a thing, um, I would have to move to some location that was not my current home city, um, and then again take out um, probably you know six figures of student loan debt in addition to the debt I already had. Despite all of these things, I did this three times. I applied three times. The first time I applied to MFA programs, I was rejected from all of them but one place where I was waitlisted and then never got in. The second time I was admitted to one school that I turned down because I got nervous about the money. And the third time I got into a program I was really excited about, but by this time, I actually had friends who were graduating from MFA programs or had recently graduated. And what I was noticing was that they were graduating without having written books. And when they did write their books a few years out of grad school, they were having as hard a time finding literary agents as I was. Plus, a couple of them had actually graduated from their MFA programs, unhappy they had gone because it had really burdened them with, um, just a lot of emotional baggage. Like they, they felt super stifled. Um, they felt untalented. They felt incapable. They felt like they couldn't write anymore. Like it had just really like, it was like their perfectionism had taken steroids while they were in grad school. And that was the last thing I wanted because by this point, I had taken plenty of non MFA creative writing classes myself that I, that had wound up squashing my creativity rather than the opposite, and I really didn't want that. So, in the end, I could not stomach spending the fifty thousand dollars, which was ultimately what it was going to cost me, which was actually a lower cost program um, in the United States compared to others for a program you know I wasn't confident was going to help me enough with my actual goal, which was to write and publish a book. Someone said the other day, there's a reason it's called a master of fine arts, not a master of writing and publishing a book. (laughs) So luckily I didn't have to. Um, I very soon after signed with my literary agent who shortly after that sold my book and then my next two books. And when I realized I had some good stuff to teach people um, who also wanted to become published authors, I started a, a writing program. So now I work with all kinds of writers, including writers who have MFAs. So. With that all of that said, what are the pros and cons? First I'm going to tackle some pros and then I'm going to tackle some cons. The first pro that I see is that making a commitment as large as as enrolling in an MFA program leads you to take writing seriously and prioritize it. And when you take writing seriously and prioritize it, that's how you find your voice. Okay? So when you, you know, if I were to have enrolled in that program and invested three years of my life and $50,000, of course I would have taken it seriously. We take things seriously when we invest that much, it's human nature. So, committing to a graduate program is a way of dedicating yourself to be held accountable to write. And that is not a small thing. I think there is tremendous value in that. And that is a major reason why I almost went. Pro number two is that you have a serious writing community of talented writers and mentors. Being surrounded by people who share your same goal and who are also dedicated to pursuing that goal, I think can be a really powerful thing too. I mean, so obviously, so is obviously being mentored by good writers who are also good teachers. Now, do I think you need to, you know, fork over fifty thousand dollars or more to spend three years taking, you know, full loads of semester-long classes to do that? Mm. No, <laughs> which I'll talk more about in a moment. But um, I mean, in my case, I eventually did find this community for myself, but it did take me a while. It certainly was not efficient. And pro number three is kind of an expired. Pro, it used to be that if you wanted to teach, you should get a master's degree. But these days, most teaching jobs at universities are given to people with PhDs, which you are not going to want to get if what you actually want to do is to spend your time writing creatively rather than writing about people who write creatively. The positions that are not reserved for PhDs are often so competitive that a master's barely gets your foot in the door, and these are often adjunct professorships, which notoriously pay very, very little, like a couple of thousand dollars a semester. So just don't be fooled into thinking that this master's degree is going to get you a salaried job that you can live on, unless maybe you want to teach at like a well-paying high school or something, in which case, great. But in that case, go because you want to teach high school, not because you want to be a published novelist. Now, sometimes people think it can help you get a literary agent. Maybe, but honestly, if you write a good book, you're going to get a literary agent without an MFA, okay? Everyone I know has, including myself. Hey, before I go on, I just want to interrupt myself to say that if you are loving this podcast, you can find a lot more where this came from on my YouTube channel which is linked to in the episode notes of this episode. You can also learn about working with me on your book by going to thebookincubator.com. Okay, back to the episode. Now for the cons. And again, these are cons that I see after um, having worked with many writers with both with MFAs and without. Con number one is obvious. It's quite expensive. The average cost of a master's of fine arts degree in the United States is currently about $37,000 a year. So at two to three years, depending on the program that comes to nearly, if not over a hundred thousand dollars, it ain't cheap. Con number two is that certain programs can be stifling or even crippling. One spring, quick story again, one spring during the years when I was sporadically applying to MFA programs before I had an agent or a book deal, I went to a writing residency where I made a new writer friend who happened to have gotten her MFA from, from one of the, the um, most prestigious schools in the country at the time. Um, it was fully funded, meaning she had not paid a cent for it. Um, her, her program was funded. And she was very clear with me that it had destroyed her creatively. She said that she had not written a word for years afterward. It had taken the joy out of writing for her. And in this moment, when I was meeting her about a decade later, she was finally starting to write again, which was amazing because she was an incredible writer and I've loved reading her writing and her published, she's published several books since. This story was very disturbing to me and I have since heard multiple versions of it from other writers. MFA programs also don't often allow, or at least don't encourage you to write in genres if that's what you like. So for example, you may love horror or romance and you want to write it or fantasy, which I think is a great idea because I'm a firm believer in writing what you love to read. But most MFA programs are not going to encourage you to write in these genres. You are more likely to be pushed to write in, however implicitly, you're more likely to be pushed to write in a more literary and less commercial fashion. And you might not want to do that. I mean, this this is a totally arbitrary feature of these programs, by the way, the the underappreciation of plot. Or maybe not arbitrary, I ultimately think it's classism. Um, I think genre writing and writing in general that has a great plot is as difficult to pull off as any kind of writing and therefore equally, if not more impressive, than non-plot-driven fiction. But that's another discussion for another time. Con number three, finally, the last one, is that MFA programs will not teach you how to write a novel, typically. Now, maybe you'll take a course called Writing the Novel or something, but I haven't known anyone who has finished a novel in an MFA program. I've known no one who has. So if that's what you want, don't expect to learn that there. Several people with MFAs came to my program to learn how to write a novel, including one who's currently doing her MFA, and my program simultaneously because while she finds plenty of value in her MFA program, what she is not learning there is how to write a novel. So listen, you're going to have to decide for yourself, but this is the part of the episode where I am going to invite you to check out my program, The Book Incubator, because I specifically designed it to give writers the pros of an MFA program without the cons. When I am not writing, my mission in life is to help talented writers write their dream books. I love it. I live for it. Because before I published my novels, I first had to figure out how to write one. And it wasn't easy because none of the writing classes I was taking showed me how to actually write a novel either. It wasn't actually until I had a newborn baby and only a couple of hours to write every day that I came up with a process. And the process worked. I wrote my entire novel during my eight-week maternity leave. And now I teach my process in my program, the book incubator. And it's worked for dozens of other writers. Like in an MFA program, you have a select community of talented writers and well credentialed mentors. Select meaning it is by application. It only costs about a tenth as much as an MFA, but it lasts a full year. And it is designed to liberate you. So you can realize your unique vision in your unique voice, no matter what genre you're writing. Plus 95% of people finish writing their books before the year in the program is complete. So if you are curious to know more, I have a free video walking you through my exact process for writing your book and you can get it by going to thebookincubator.com and answering two questions to apply to the program. I just want to know a little bit about you and about your book project or your book idea. You get the video whether you join or not, so no pressure to enroll. Just go to thebookincubator.com to tell me a little bit about you and your book. The form is online. I really hope to hear from you. And this was the last episode for this season of The First Draft Club. I'll be back next season after a short break with more episodes of writing tips and strategies. Thanks for listening.